This is Lightlessness. I'm Ben, your DM here with. Matt, your pirate. Sam, your beep. Yeah, do we know what's beeping? <laughs> it's the heater. No, no I think it's that uh, box. Oh, okay. It's a box that says it's a countdown to die. Is there something oh. we can do with that box, Sam? Have you checked to see what it's beeping for? The battery. Oh, not much we can do about that. <laughs> All right, well, you guys can enjoy Verizon's <laughs> sponsorship this episode. We're going to be showing their low battery beeping. Cool. Go ahead and read. And I am Corn Tillerson playing read. Okay. So, um, 15 second wrap up from whoever wants to. Okay. Um, so we ended up uh, getting all the way to Piazza after some uh, trials and uh, some shady dealings going through um, Regal. Regal, thank you. Um, and now we might be fighting a dragon soon. Or not. Or we can make friends with it. We're not really sure at this point. Not really sure, yeah. <laughs> not really sure. It's dangerous. Options, hopefully. Okay. So, um... You guys have learned of Piazza that um, most of the government in the New World Order, NWO, doesn't actually associate with Piazza much. Uh, the dragon runs it. The dragon had told you last time that he was in that cave that uh, his job is to spread chaos, and he is doing so in Piazza, given the uh, town's state when you find it. Um, there do seem to be some buildings that were destroyed, um, but most of it's in good working order. There's shops, there's people, there's just uh, activities going on that aren't normally sanctioned, uh, whether of owning humans or dealing in violence in the streets. Um, and there is no uh, werewolves or guards or anything like that in the town of Piazza. So, like, I guess presence, visual presence of the um, cold of the silver moon. So, wait, is the cold of the silver moon the bad guys we're fighting, or is the cold of the silver moon the f people that we are aligned with? Um, the band of lightlessness were the people that you were aligned, aligned with, with, but that's now disbanded. It's the disbanded band of lightlessness. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you could view 2.0 as having Corian as their ruler. Uh, he is the new band of lightlessness by being second in command, then first command leaving, and then becoming first in command. And he was able to keep three followers. Um, you guys learn just from uh, before heading out of this first tavern that you guys stopped in the Shattered Goblet, uh, you guys thought to talk to these cohorts. Um, one is named Swoosh. He is a uh, very hairy human who wears shirts to show off his hairy arms and chest. So it's like uh, maybe like a foot worth of fabric in the front and the back, similar to what a monk might wear. Um, and then it draped over the shoulders. So, it's a little classier what, than a man, wife beater or whatever you okay. call it. I'll call it a man beater to BPC. And, um, he always has good hair. So, uh, we'll remember which one he is, because he's this guy. Uh, I don't have any shirtless figures, but that's, that's our guy. He does have know. good hair, yeah. Yeah, he's got good hair. Um, there's interesting things about all these guys. Um, there's just something off about all of them you guys are learning too by talking to them. Uh, they have not gone back to the humans they were entirely. So you can make note of that notch. Something about being a lichen for so long has changed who they are um, and melded the two to some degree. Uh, next is Gamera. He's a very twitchy guy. He is the, um, probably like, well, 20-year-old black trench coat wearing, um, guy and uh he carries a spear and a short bow so he has some combat ability but um he's got some sort of innate magic and his hands like twitch doing sort of magical sparks and things so that's why he always keeps them inside his cloak because he can't really control it and then uh Kaling, who um is actually small she's a human and um she said she was short before this happened but she's even shorter now after he changed her back um so something to deal with her change in bone structure um and that makes her around like three and a half foot tall, four foot tall, maybe. Uh, she doesn't talk a lot, but she's got a topic she's very interested in, which is that uh, while she was a lichen, she found religion. And um, she serves a god of many tentacles who would drive you crazy if she told you too much about him. So she uh, fights with a short sword. And um, 
her eyes are uh, adapted for the dark still. So she has maintained her lichen eyes. Even though she was changed back. Um, Alright, cool. And more or less, I'm in control of them, but Reed's character will choose what they do, you know? He'll bark out orders and commands, and they'll respond accordingly. Like automated NPCs. Um... Quick, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have you guys enter into the market, which is where all the red... Um, what is that stone called? I always forget what Elderstone is. Uh, and you just kind of tell where you are based on the Elderstone. It's a big wheel on spokes. And uh, at the center of the spokes is the castle, which is somewhat in ruins. Um, and supposedly you'll see the dragon occasionally at the castle. Like, you'll be able to see him from afar. So... Line of sight is good to the center of the town from every spoke that you're in. There's six total spokes. Uh, two of them are living. One was the Elven Gardens that I told you guys about. Um, and then there's a lawless area and the market and a uh, army area. But that's it, what they were before when Notch lived here. That's not necessarily what they are now. Is the castle, like, built... Is it, like, built on a high ground and then, like, everything else is kind of, like, sloped like a mountain? Or is it more, like, really flat and just the castle is that big? Um, I would like to think it's probably the highest point, and they built a circle around that. That would make yeah. the most sense, so definitely. And, it's the highest point. And there's a port uh, down in the lawless area? Uh, down, actually, it's near the living area, and the, um, so it's at the bottom. The two living areas are closest to the ports, and the way that it's actually built is, like, down here, like, Piazza is close to the sea, but you've got the spoke, and then you've got sea, and there's land and island that separates between here. So... You know, this is where the land ends, and you've got, like, this beach island, and then there's another beach off the coast a little bit for more docking. Okay, so it's like a uh, like a safe harbor, so, like, the ships Correct. don't get destroyed. Yeah, they can come right in here and be safe and then go out. Was it, uh, and now, since I came here, like, this is how I came here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is this, like, a, um, was it, like, a man-made area, or was it built, or, like, was this, like, a natural thing, and they built the city around it, or was it, like, a man-made, like kind of like stone like stone pillars like in the middle of the yeah ocean. we're gonna argue that at this point it looks man-made maybe they saw something and went with it but at this point they've used technology to really create a very efficient port cool all right thank you yep awesome okay um shattered goblet you guys were inside you guys told me what you wanted to do um while you guys were hanging out in there you um notice that uh you know people are leaving with their heads down there's games going on in front of the barkeep that people are cheering for. Uh, and then also, there is um, a tiefling named Tarda, who is uh, over in the corner, uh, over here challenging people to matches with her fists. Uh, and Tarta is someone who Babe Ruse knows. Oh. She's the tiefling Tarda. She was uh, first mate on your ship. Yeah. So, just, just a reminder. No, I remember. She's a captain now. Alright, so you guys are in there. You guys can leave and go over where you want. Cohorts get in the way, so... Hi, cohorts. Hi, cohorts. And then these were the old cohorts. They're gone. So, are you guys interested in drinking, collecting information, or moving off somewhere else? Are you interested in Tarta? Mm, not per... Particular, uh, was she your first mate? Was she your first mate, or was she first uh, mate while you were something else? First mate while he was something else. Yeah. So let's uh, let's all uh, grab a drink or something first. Mm -hmm. Uh, before I go over and talk to her. Um, so she was the uh, first mate before my captain died. Uh, and that's where I left his. Rapier, yeah, at uh, Quarian's father's, um, and I had left this ship. I'm surprised she's still in the area. I figured she'd be off plundering somewhere else, but uh, we don't have a bad relationship. Um, but I also left her ship when she took when she took over, so she's not any. Uh, I I've swore no loyalty to her, so I don't know if there's anything we want from her. Mm -hmm. If we don't, I'd rather not talk to her at this point in time unless we could use her for some reason sure all right although i do know that she's a tiefling like you and you might 
the uh is she a good looking tiefling dm uh she's older and roughed by a life at sea you know if you like uh haggard haggard sea sea wenches uh she might be the tiefling for you lad <laughs> well we'll see uh we'll take a drink and see what she's up to on land all right um so you guys go up for a drink but uh as you start entering towards the barkeep um a uh male halfling it's probably a small figure ends up stopping you uh he's got like an angular face long auburn hair and just like narrowing his blue little eyes at you uh he wears chains mail and he's got a short sword and shield at his sides um and uh he's gonna look up to whoever's in the front so who do you guys think was lead in charge here Looks like it's uh, Babies and uh, Corian. Okay. Well, he's going to challenge Corian then. Corian, if you're up front. Um, I challenge you. Chess? No. To a match of drinking. Um, unfortunately, it is past 12 right now, and I have a policy of not drinking past 12. So... You either accept or you do not. I do not. Then I will not let you cross. I'm going to attempt to keep on walking. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, like, just give me his strength against his strength. Okay, he rolled a two. Okay. And he gets plus two, so he got a four. So you should be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you push him out of the way. And, uh, uh, I'd brush past him, I don't... Well, yeah, one way or another, you push through him. And he's gonna try to sneak around side your back and, uh, say I challenge you to, uh, Babery's, whoever's next in line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- should I... Ch- should I take this challenge, guys? Uh, he sounds like a drunkard, but, I mean, that is something you're not too shabby what are the What are the wagers here? Ah... Good question. Well, I present to each of us two drinks. And if I can get through my drink before you get through your drink, you will buy me a drink. But if you get through your drink before I get through my drink, I will buy you a drink. Uh, no thank you, lad. Well, I cannot let you pass then, if you will not accept my challenge. Okay. I'm gonna, I guess, try to, like, sweep past them as well. Uh... Ten eleven. Nope. I got a two. So he holds his ground. <laughs> At this point, uh Corian's reaching to the bar and uh the line has stopped up. Uh Lem goes, uh Hey uh little guy, uh do they have any Piccadilly cider here? And he goes, I challenge you And Lem goes, Okay, I'll I'll do a challenge for Piccadilly Cider. It is agreed upon then. We accept the drinking challenge. Uh, only if we drink Piccadilly Cider. Hmm. Yes, we will do that then. And he goes to the bar and he gets the Piccadilly Cider. You will pay me back if I finish my drink before yours. I will keep the payment for the drinks if you finish yours before mine. So he's now busy with Lem. You can pass by Bay Breeze. And, uh, Lem and the Halfling will have a drink off on, uh, Piccadilly Cider. And it is a tie. So they're going to have to figure that out. Alright, so you guys make it over the bar. Um, The uh, barkeep is uh, adorned in metalwares. He wears like a uh, mask that covers one eye, and um, over his eye, similar to the picture that you saw of Uno, he has some sort of mechanism that allows him to see something more. You don't know exactly what. And then um, on his hands, are instead of, he's wearing gloves, but instead of fingers at the end, he's got these um, twirling knobs, and uh, behind his barkeep is a bunch of things that he can push them into to automate the processes of his bar. So he has no hands free, but he's got these whirly um, sprockets, or whatever you want to call them, gears, mm-hmm. to uh, place and move along the process. Uh, Fosco Tunnel, what will it be today? Brandy, port, stout, mead, bitters. Yeah, anything exotic? Ah. 
for the exotic. Um, I could offer you a drink that we call the Dragon's Roar. We have uh, been actually collecting some of the Black Dragon's Fire and infusing it in a local liqueur. So, it has quite an interesting taste, a little smoky, but unlike uh, natural fire, there's, you know, a good bite to it. So, uh, if you're interested in doing that, I could challenge you for it. Well, uh, name the challenge. Let's see. Uh, are you interested in bot fighting at all? And uh, you now see that behind him he has a bot like cleaning up the floor and doing work. Uh, he turns to the side to show the bot behind him cleaning and doing work. I hide tick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried my hand out at once. Okay. Uh, do you have a bot to challenge me? I do not have a bot. Okay, well that won't be a choice. Uh, what about a, uh, maybe a game of origin? Uh, if I put out a drink, we could have you discern the origin of it. And, uh, if you discern the origin, I will allow you to buy the other drink. If you do not, you will buy the other drink without drinking it. Let's try it. Okay. So, um, it's, it's like a tasting glass, you know, it's just a very mm -hmm. small thing. Um, give me a perception check. To see how much information you can discern about this drink before drinking it. Okay. And after, I guess. I'm going to give it a little swirl and sniff and such. And I got a eight. Okay. Um, it's a clear liquid. It's likely a grain alcohol. There is a smell of a plant that you have experienced before in it. Hmm. So glad you lost just this. Okay. So do I, do I drink it now? Yeah, you, you're allowed to drink it. And then um, he says the way it works is you just have to tell me where it was made. So Okay, so I'll take a sip. Yep. Perception 18. Okay. Um, I was kind of taking the perception all the way across, but I didn't say that clearly. So um, it comes to you after you put the liquid to your mouth that uh, this is devil grass. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, devil grass came from like, the middle of the plains then, right? Uh, yeah, he needs to know where the alcohol was processed from, though. Like, who would have produced the alcohol? Okay. Um, so it either had to be Piccadilly or Hicks Mill. But I don't think it was. I think it was Hicks Mill. I don't know. I tried to go. I mean, I'm not there, but I mean, I'm there. But. You're not yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Because Piccadilly, we had there doing grapes and such, and we ran through and hid. From other people in the Devil's Grass towards the Skarnag Mountain, I think. So, I, I'll try Hicksmill. Is that right? Final answer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Hicksmill is correct. All right. Okay, it'll be two gold for the uh, dragon drink. And uh, you see him put his arm into a... Um, blender. Yeah, blender. <laughs> no. Into a receiver of some sort. And a uh, mechanical box opens up on the table for you to put your money in. Cool. And okay. after you put it in, he put them both in. swirls it shut the other way, and uh, the money's received, and he starts making your drink using the, what you call it, he twirls one thing, a glass comes down and falls, twirls another, a bottle comes out and gets open and poured in, um, and then he even has some sort of device that, as the glass is coming over, sparks a light, and um, there's a little fire on top that you can just blow out before drinking. So... I do blow it out. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, you're a tiefling. You don't have to blow it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's, uh, what's important about drinking the drink that you drink is that um, you're not it, supposed to blow it, out. it doesn't taste smoky at all. <laughs> okay. So you, you get no hint of fire from it. Okay. Now, uh, can I get anyone else drinks? Okay. No one. Okay. Very good. Well, uh, unfortunately, if you'd like to stay in the bar without ordering, they're going to have to uh, complete a challenge, or you're welcome to head elsewhere. So everybody here likes to do challenges, I see. Yeah. You guys turn around as, as you say that, and Lem's like <laughs> challenging <laughs> other people to the cider thing. <laughs> to pick another cider. Uh, I think last we checked, he had 20,000 gold. Alright, I'm going <laughs> to head over. <laughs> uh, Lem. I'm up six, down four. Not bad. Okay, but whether you're up or down, the money's not coming back, right? No, no, no. 
Uh, I've had six people pay for drinks and only had to pay for four drinks. Right. So you still down four drinks worth of gold, right? Well, I'm up six. No, you did not get the gold <laughs> for that. That went directly into drinks, correct? They're small cups here. They split the. You, you buy one drink and split it between two. Just just to run the same page. It's not as bad as it looks, Corian. But we're still losing money, correct? <laughs> I mean, if you view it as capital that I've spent, then <laughs> we've gained more capital than we've... No, we spent 10 capital. We've benefited... We've exceeded benefits than what we spent. We've exceeded benefits of what we spent. But uh, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like you're right, Corhan, and I, I should stop by. I trust you. You're a good guy, and uh, I'm going to take a break. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you trust that I'm a good guy after working for me for how many years now? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I didn't mean that, Corey. I'm just, I'm just feeling good. I'm feeling kind. You know. I just want to tell you, in case, in case I don't, you, you're a great guy, and I, I appreciate you. And you know, I wouldn't want to be with anyone else on this adventure. All right, listeners, I apologize for anything that happens to Lemon in the near future. <laughs> All right, uh, so I would like to know where you guys are headed or what you want to do. Um, well, so what's what's his fist, um, fisticuffs that, what's her name soon? Toltana or whatever? Are you asking the barkeep or are you just asking for... I'm, just, I'm just viewing. Doing her okay, so um, she is walking around the bar like a waitress, more or less, and um, she offers the challenge of punching uh, people until one of them gives up. Or, you know, she gives up. And uh, there's varying amounts of gold that people can do to see if they can beat her. And she uh, always says, like, you know, I just got 20 punches from that guy. I'm getting close. I got 10 punches from that guy. Uh, and she's working her way towards you guys, towards the front now. All right. So I have stone skin. <laughs> it's not cheating. She doesn't know. <laughs> and if you don't declare it during the challenge rules. So uh, she catches your eye looking uh, towards her and watching over this time. And she makes her way up to you guys. Um, and she'll just meet at this corner here. You guys were just told to, uh, get lost unless you're gonna get a drink. Um, you know, can I offer any of you a challenge? We can do ten gold, we can do fifty, we can do a hundred, we can do a thousand. Uh, that kind of challenge is not quite up my, uh, within my skill set. Alright, she looks over at, um, the weird version of, uh, Wisp. And uh, her face kind of crinkles a little, like she doesn't actually want to challenge him, because he looks sickly. And then she looks past Corian to uh, Baybreeze. And Baybreeze still has a dwarven beard, or is that gone for now? Mm, well, I guess did it grow back? I can shave it every day, so I probably shaved it. Okay. So, um, I mean, I imagine recognition unless I get like five or less, you know. So she's going to recognize you. Baybreeze, is that you? Uh, I, how have you been? I've been quite awful, actually. How have you been? What are you doing down here in Piazza? Uh, what, what do you mean you've been quite awful? Is something wrong with the, the craw? The craw is no more. No more? Yes. What'd you do with the ship? It wasn't my choice. Uh, upon docking, you know, after the storm where our captain was lost, uh, one of our crew members um, thought it fit to sell our boat and um, supplies off to uh, bandits of a sort. We got on the sea only, you know, maybe an hour out of port, and uh, men dressed up head to toe in these yellow and black uniforms jumped us and uh, took everything that we had and steered us back into port. They uh, sold off the ship and everything, and uh, I was sold here to this... Uh, to work here as a slave, and uh, after the new regime had come in, now I'm working to pay back my debt of 3,000 gold to uh, this bartender so I can leave. Oh, and that's why you're challenging everybody around here. Yes, this is, this is my way to make money. I get to keep 10% of everything I earn. Aye, and who owns our ship now? Oh, I have no idea. Um, I have uh, been trying to collect information while living here, but uh, unfortunately not much has come through. I have my hunches. Uh, do you remember that small fellow? Um, he was always, you know, talking it up. He, he had just joined us two ports before we came to Piazza. I believe his name was uh, Ray Hollow. Uh, he seems familiar, but I can't remember all the faces. I see. 
Um, my, my hunch is, is that he's the one who killed the captain. And uh, if that's the case, he's likely the one who made the deal when we got to Piazza. Eyelass, <laughs> those are some uh, <laughs> stiff allegations. I'll have to... And what was his name again? Ray Hollow. Ray Hollow. I'm going to remember that and look for him. Yeah, you must remember him. No. <laughs> I, I did not remember him. <laughs> I'm still unaware, lass. I see. Well, um, do you plan on continuing to travel, Felicia? Aye. Uh, what, what is it that you've been doing ever since the sky turned to moon? Uh, assisting this young master, uh, traveling the land. Not, I'm talking mm. about Corrin. <laughs> um, the, the captain's, uh, saber, or rapier, lies with his father. And, uh, since the sky turned dark, his father's gone missing. So I'm accompanying this young master in order to, uh... Young master, uh, are you a noble? Yes, I am Corian Zilson, son of Duke Penlon Zilson, Duke of Marisi. Uh, I only remain 3,000 gold in debt. If you are traveling, I would be happy to, um, you know, follow you and serve you if you were to, uh... And what precisely would you want in these conditions? Just the ability to leave here and gather more information through Felicia. You can ask the barkeep here. I've, I've served well. I've always been a good follower, a good listener. You know, I was first mate of the ship for many, many years. I see, I see. Well, I am very interested in knowing more about everything going on around this area, and I'm sure that you as the bar waitress, I don't know if that's your official title. Uh, actually, we're bar challengers. Bar challengers, okay. I don't. I imagine you have plenty of information of the locale. Yes, I, I mean, I gathered much. I haven't um, had much ability to travel the lands because I'm working so often, so many days. But but the local area, you yes, likely know. I have more information. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest issue at the moment is that aside from my accountant over here spending much of our gold. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, realistically it may have been a golden six silver or five silver <laughs> um, we happened to take on three new mouths to add to the bankroll so oh well I would provide for myself food I mean I'd be worth my worth my travels I'm not a mouth to feed okay okay um, I am running this something of a let's find a word that's not democracy because I don't believe in democracy um, <laughs> a band. <laughs> I I hold myself uh, somewhat equal with Babries and Notch here, so I would like to get their input before officially accepting you in. So if you would just give us a moment to confer. Of course. Um, the barkeep is uh, saying uh, you've got that moment, but uh, if there be no deal in here, I need you headed out. Understood. All right, gentlemen. Fosco Tunnel. Fosco. I thought I saw something over down that end about... So she's going to keep working, so she's going to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she was the captain who lost his ship, and it... Uh, did... did you, you didn't meet that guy, did you? Yeah, I did. Do you remember his name? Jay Holland? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And you thought he looked familiar. Oh, I know exactly who she was talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, when you first met him, you thought he looked familiar, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah no, when you first just... perceiving him, I said, like, he looks like someone you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just a line. I mean, he wouldn't... I know, I know. Yeah. Wouldn't put, him, put, a pat, put it past him that he backstabbed. Aye, but, uh, but it seems like we're in good dealings with him right now, and if we're not going to get back the craw, and at the end of the day, I'm not sailing under a flag anymore. So I don't. Well, she, well, she's you wouldn't. Yeah, she would be sailing underneath my flag. Are you gonna become a captain of a pirate ship? I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not in the cards. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who's been dreaming about traveling. Yeah. I am Captain Zillison. <laughs> Duke Captain Zillison. Duke Captain Corian Zillison. Captain Duke. <laughs> and you gotta include like the keep of Penlod and 
the crawl of whatever. Yeah, catch him with the crawl. But if he gets two ships with the Commodore, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's how it works. Um, well, uh, I would just I would just say that we have a lot of irons in the fire, or coals in the fire right now. Um, the battle bots are just, you know, <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but it, I feel like our focus is being divided between selling our souls... Um, <laughs> trying to. I'm not sure what we're talking about <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> uh, are so, you ser- are you serious? I don't think I was. The soul so stick. he he sold his soul with the soul stick. And we oh, to, oh like, that, that's sorry. Souls. I thought you were making an illusion because you just kind of nodded at him. Well, he was the person who did it. Yeah, yeah. Carrying it. Mm. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like we're splitting our attention way too far. Um. You know, between the battle bots, the trying to take down or trying to take back the capital, trying to free Felicia. Um, there's a lot of things going on. I think maybe we need to focus on challenging this dragon and wrapping up a few things before we get involved with chasing a ship that may or may not still be in this country. You're right. I don't entirely intend to be chasing the ship. We could use her to yeah. help, maybe, if she is willing to fight the dragon or something. I mean, if, if we do take she's, her... her... Her challenge is punching people <laughs> i mean <laughs> i imagine she's tough Aye, right, she's tough but don't uh i would not <clears throat> keeping a firecracker in your pocket is a very dangerous thing lads it's up it's ultimately up to you too i'm just giving you my advice hmm. well i mean if we don't like her and check to see if the, if the bartender's right there. You know, we can send her up the river. I have a paddle. <laughs> I have a paddle. <laughs> I thought you were going to sell it, but you're talking to sticking her. <laughs> see, I was getting a portable hole. I'll, like, put people in until they're to stick them. <laughs> Here, grab this stick. <laughs> yeah. I'll pull you out. There. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Let's stand right here. We just open up this scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, effectively, we're going to own her at this point, so there's not really much, you know, need to do anything she says. Yeah, I mean, she won't be in charge, and she's not first mate. She's not even second mate. No, she's not even. She might not be third. She's not even a mate. Yeah. But is 3000 too much to ask? Lem, what does our bank account look like? <laughs> well, <laughs> after the one and a half I spent on drinks, <laughs> and then we did end up billing the whole entire excursion at uh, Samara Central to the uh, Duke of Mercy. So uh, I think we're down to 1000 or 19995 19995 <sighs> 3000 is a bit. <laughs> that is a good, like, between 1-6 and 1-7. <laughs> For one person. Well, Your call. It's your money. It's our money. It is my money, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined it. <laughs> I think she'll be useful. And, like we said... She's not going to have any hold over the reins. She's not going to, you know, get in our way. Okay. We're not looking for a ship, so. Okay. All right. Lim, with me. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm following you. Okay. You you have the money, right? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure you didn't, like, leave it in the last hotel room or something. You know? I don't know. I, of course I have the money. When was the last time you checked? Because it's going to be really embarrassing if you somehow if lost it. You want to it. bring it up? There's a five percent chance of it occurring. Don't if you're going to bring it up, me. less than five, eight two, you're fine. It's but zero is next to eighty, and that was a two, so you were one off. Very dangerous. But you wanted to know. He it's has like the best. money. That would have been a hundred and two, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That means you can never get zeros. I'm okay with that. Ten percent up. That's all I want. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so I believe you've overheard a good bit of this. Uh, the f- f- uh, Fosco. Is that your asking or Lim? 
Barkeep or... Barkeep. Yeah, it's Fosco. Yeah. Fosco. Oh, I've been listening in and out. So, I understand she has a debt. Yeah, she owes 3000 Uh, She earns me a lot of money, though. I don't know if I want to part for that much, but uh, I guess if you handed her 3000 today, the laws <laughs> would force me to hand her over. Um, what, why don't we make this interesting? Mm-hmm. I want more money. You probably want a deal, right? I mean... I could give you the 3000 and then we could discuss the fact that I'm extremely generous in having the money immediately and not having any kind of chicanery that you have to deal with. Or I'm thinking of a challenge. Uh, I could challenge you for uh, similar to what you've already seen occur with your friend here, uh, just a drink to discern the taste of the origin. And uh, should you be correct, I drop the price 1500 Should you be wrong, I raise the price 1500 You're allowed to walk away from the deal. If I raise the price fifteen hundred, I'd like to keep her anyway because it's worth the money to me. But um, otherwise, you know, that would be her deal. Or I could just give you the three thousand. By the law, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's seriously considering not just doing it. <laughs> you know. Um. There were laws when he bought her. The laws aren't necessarily the same. Obviously, okay, go. Cool. I want you to understand. Gotcha. Hey, look, uh, I, I see you're a bit reserved. Um, I promise you this drink is going to be from a far-off place, but it's within Felicia. So uh, I, won't, I won't be taking you out of the country. Should you be a traveled man, you have a chance. And uh, I'm not forcing you to pay me if you lose. I'm just reserving my right to keep her or... Raising the price. As a, you know, gentleman's agreement is part of the challenge. That's a big map. It <laughs> <laughs> says far away. That's good. That's a good clue. Put, Everything's far away from Piazza. <laughs> Piazza's at the bottom. I, I, put, <laughs> I put my hand on Corian's chest. I lied. I'll I'll take the challenge for him. <laughs> So you accept the challenge, and uh, I will turn away any deals from your whole party for her, should you win and you're unwilling to pay the 4500 Aye. Okay, the challenge is agreed upon and set. Alright, so um, he gives you, um, he, he goes in the back and comes back out with the drink, so you don't actually get to see this one made. Uh, it's a foamed dark brown brew. Uh, give me a perception check, let me see how clear you can see the drink. Can I do an investigation check? That's fine with me. So, a. Oh, I'm going to use my. Uh, what's it called? Take advantage on it. Take advantage on it? Yeah! <laughs> Roll a two twice. <laughs> yep. Good job. So, an 11. Okay. Uh, all you can tell is that there is something hard, uh, hard sediments in the bottom of the drink. You can't tell what they are. They're looking through it. It's a very dark brew, anyway. Um, so you take a sip. Yo, no. How many twos am I going to roll in this thing? Okay. Okay. Um, so you take a sip, and, um, you've drank this before. That's all I can tell you. Your twos don't give you any more, sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really doesn't help with babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have very good memories of drinking this. Hmm. It, it tastes like happiness. Oh, uh, I know where, I just need to know where it came from. A location, yeah. It's got to be an exact, like, uh, a place with a name. Okay, so this was from, I know I drank it at Regal, but it was brewed at... Hicks Mill. Final answer. Can I, can, can I ask a consult a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Call a friend. Uh, if you'd like to raise the challenge, I could um, take uh, 100 gold, and I'll allow a second person to partake in this. 100 gold that I keep, by the way. Sure, I'll spend the 100 gold, but I just, want, I just need to ask him. Uh, he's allowed to drink it and inspect it, too, though. Okay, for the 100 gold. So I'll, I'll give the 100 gold. Okay, Okay, so um, he keeps 100. So I'll do the spot. You're just going to make one roll. Okay. Sure. Uh, Before you drink it, 
Um, this is the good feeling stuff that we just had. Oh, the Piccadilly one. Is that what is it came from Piccadilly? Well, let me drink it, I guess. So. Sure. Okay, um, so give me an all-in-one perception for everything. The drink and the look. Sure. Unless you've got investigate. I do have investigate, so 23. What's your one? Okay, 23. It's stone in the bottom of the drink. Okay. So it's a dark ale, and there is stone in the bottom of the drink. Have I drank this, like, you know, in my earlier years in possibly the Scronag Mountains when I lived there? <laughs> Give me a wisdom check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a six, but <laughs> if I lived there and took and drank it a lot. You've been on a lot of adventures since then. <laughs> it tastes very familiar to you, too. <laughs> Almost tastes like home. <laughs> it tastes like home away from home. I have a feeling it may have been brewed in the Scronag Mountains. Oh. Yeah, I'm not feeling that <laughs> drunk feeling, but I thought... <laughs> I drink everywhere, so everywhere's like home. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, it rings a bell that like you were really happy with the three or four women who celebrated you in the spring. Oh, oh, that's why I was happy. I thought I was the I was super drunk happy. Not at all. <laughs> Sorry about that. I misconstrued with my toe. <laughs> He was, just, <laughs> he, was, he was just role-playing his double, too. Yeah, I, I can't... I can't he he knew it was the scrolling match from the start. He just... Okay. He had to... All right, so... Uh, scrolling Mountains. Scrolling Mountains. Final answer. Yes. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you are correct. So I will have to part <gasps> for less. I'm a man of my challenge. Quarring uh, 3,100. You're welcome. No, 1,600. <laughs> uh, he took your 100, so you're going to take 100 from Corey, and I guess when he hands you 16, or you're going to have him hand 1,600 to the guy. The guy opens up his cash box for payment for her, for Turka. Yeah, so I'll let you take out 1,600 for yours. Well, listen. You've already Amanda... paid the 100. I'll take 100 from you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'll t- I'll t- to make it clear, Corin, do not pay 1,600. <laughs> no, pay 1,600. <laughs> I'm taking 100, he's taking the 15. Oh, the 100's already done. Yeah, but I'm going to write down yeah, my screen. Yeah, that's on my sheet. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, I understand that you're a man of business, and I understand that this is going to be something of a a uh, impact on your business. Uh, yeah. So, how about we go halfway, and I'll give you 17.5. Sure. 17,500, sounds great. Not halfway, but okay. <laughs> well, I, cool. I, I mean, like, I'm kind of, you know, hey, moving towards, right. towards him. You, know. you guys are welcome to stay. I appreciate the generosity. You've ordered enough drinks <laughs> in the in the difference, you know. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, great, great job spending our money. I know uh, it's one thing for me to spend a gold and a half on, <laughs> on drinks, but I wanted to make you aware that... Uh, you were up some and down some, and we're down to 88,245. Very uh, good. So uh, he hands you the piece of paper. It's a uh, official seal from Piazza that um, allows for, you know, the trafficking of beings, whatever, mm-hmm. as property. Um, and he states, uh, you know, this is what was given to me upon deed. Uh, you know. Okay. So he signs it off, and you sign it, and... Good enough. All right, so where is she? Uh, she just punched out another guy over here. Oh. I, <laughs> she just punched out. She went out the back door. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shift over. That guy wasn't willing to accede, so she had to knock him out. And uh, she sees the paper in your hands. Oh, it's it's done then. Yep. Very good. Uh, let me collect my things. She grabs a bag from behind the counter. And I'm, I'm ready to go. Excellent. That was a lot quicker than some of the people in our party. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So, um... How can I be of assistance? Is, you know, her first question for you guys. Get some clear ideas here. Lem's no longer drinking. Alright, so... First question. Biggest question. How much do you know about the dragon? Ah, I hear stories all the time of people challenging the dragon. 
Okay, so he just accepts tr challenges. Yeah, it's it's part of life in Piazza. There's at least probably 20 challenges against the dragon a day, if not more. And what kind of challenges does he accept? Uh, challenges for knowledge, challenges for rule, uh, challenges for money. Uh, like, what does the challenges entail? Well, So, for example, your challenge was beating other people and... Let's say, uh, you know, he, he gets maybe three or four challenges for rule each day. You know, okay. you can become the mayor of Piazza if you defeat him in battle. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's a battle. Okay. Well, in, in that case, mm -hmm. uh, if you're looking for some specific knowledge that he has, he, he appears to be from a different plane and uh, has certain knowledge that can increase your awareness of things that uh, you wouldn't even think to think about. Mm -hmm. um, he has tests of quizzes and, uh, you know, abilities in that way. But... Um, the resulting bargains for all of these things may change. Uh, death is obviously an option when you want to run for mayor. Mm -hmm. um, for the quiz option, it is generally a cost of money. Note that he spends any of it, it all just sits in a pile. And, um, you know, he uses it for bartering and all the other sorts of challenges. And then uh, there are those who become his acolytes, and uh, we're not sure what he does with them, but they appear to disappear from Piazza if they are sold to him. Understood. I don't get to watch these things. These are just what I hear about while in the bar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Who needs to know where they're going? Well, side note also. Mm -hmm. And if you heard of this as well. But if the if that firebrand drink is legit, uh, his fire is not like regular fire. Oh, yes. I have heard something similar. I don't believe he drinks fire, uh, breathes fire at all. Uh, people talk of people choking to death in his arenas. So. Kind of acknowledge that just to see. Yeah. Like Arcana or something. Um. Twenty-one. Okay. So. So it's like a smoke or not smoke though, because didn't taste smoky. Yeah. It. it it's a breath of fire that seems to, you know, instead of burning an individual, have some sort of effect on them. It looks like they're choking and dying. Great. Right. I just hope my resistance works for that. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I'm hoping to purchase a portable hole. Oh, well, um, you know, in the market there are plenty of wares. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> stores of different types. I could take it a Thori's Marvelous Amulets, uh, Armaments, Trusty Sorceress Vault, or um, Iret and Heshbon's Artifacts and Relics. Hmm. Let's go with the second one, the Vault. Okay, let's head over to Trusty. It's on East Heart's Way. Uh, it's in the Arcane Ward, alongside the Alchemic Forge Shops. Uh, and there's a couple Sorcerer Shops nearby. Excellent. Alright, so you guys get over there. Um... It's a two-story tower of finely carved stone. Um, the floor as you entered is a tiled mosaic, and uh, the mosaic seems to be telling some sort of story, but the um, figures on it are like block figures, and it's really hard to discern. Um, you know, like they're like three block in size, and the things that they're interacting with are like two blocks or one block. Um, there's magical candles that are lighting the place, uh, they're very brightly lit, so they're not a traditional burning flame. And uh, the shopkeeper is a young male dwarf named Trosty. And uh, he looks very, very well off. He's uh, later in age. Hmm. Good evening, Trosty. Hello. I'm uh, in search of a portable hole. Do you have any of that in your shop? Let us see, let us see. Yes, I do. Excellent. Um... I suppose I would just like to purchase that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I have already made my fortune, and uh, I'm interested in things more. Rather it be items, or uh, possibly a challenge to keep me on my toes. Okay, would you like to challenge me of... Here, here, here. I've got an idea. How about we take this new girl and have him challenge to knock you insane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other new girl, not, not the newest oh, new girl. Oh, the other uh, new girl, killing. 
Kayleen. Oh, Kayleen. Kayleen, who's got old driving insane. Well, <laughs> right. Uh, so, how would you like to challenge of knowledge? Okay. Um, how about the knowledge of jewels? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of jewels. Um, probably won't, won't be my best subject. Um, but I suppose we could give it a shot. Okay. What are our terms? Well, uh, I will present you with three questions, uh, and those three questions will involve three stones of varying expense. Um, we'll say this, uh, if you get one of the three right, you will owe me 500, or one or zero of the three right, you owe me 500. If you get two correct, I will allow you to pay 5,000 for this portable hole. And if you get three of three correct, then I will give you the hole for free. Wait, 500, 5,000, you mean 5,500 and then free? Well, if he only gets one right, he right. pays 500, one but, zero but he's not getting the hole. He's just paying 500. Oh, okay. It's uh, not for the okay. hole, I'm sorry. You're paying 500 <laughs> and not getting the That's hole. That's why we were confused. Yeah, I was like, If what? you get two right, you could buy the hole for gold, because you entertained him. But it's a rare item from what I saw. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's a rare item that can open a plane to the astral realm. So we're going to uh, mark that at 5,000. And, um, mm. what? I thought rares are 1,000 to 5,000 gold. I think it's like 500 or 1,000. So, so, I, so I have like six rares. I have portable hole right here. Oh uh, no! Do you have cost of uh, items? I don't know where that would be. That's fine. All right. Anyway, well, we can we can commence regardless. Sure. I can uh, drop the price. Rare of it, is five hundred one to five thousand. So it's like a if you yeah. feel like it's a high tier rare, then yeah. I want it to be the highest tier rare. Mm-hmm. I know that's not necessarily super useful, but no, he's hey. cool. All right, Plus so it's five thousand, and if you get all three right, you get it for free. Okay. All righty. Do you accept the challenge? And if I cannot afford five thousand, I'm able to walk away. Or is afford this... five thousand. Yeah. Or in that... other words, if he can't pay for the hole. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it would just be the sale price. Okay. I would offer the sale price, even though I said I wouldn't offer sure. excessive money. Okay. Yes. Let us. Begin. All right. Uh, the first is these. Yes, of course. Here I have this stone, um, and I'll I'll start it very easy for you. This, of course, is the topaz. This is an alabaster, and this is ivory. Take your time and determine. I'm here all day. The varying price of each? Which one is the most expensive? You have to tell him which stone is the most expensive. Okay. Topaz, ivory, and... Alabaster. Alabaster. Okay. Um, investigate? Yep. Great. Uh, that is a... 11. Okay, so um, I would imagine we'll do that on the topaz. Okay, and um, you're having a hard time determining. You know it's an expensive stone. Do it on the alabaster yeah. next. Figured that would be expensive. Alabaster, I have no idea. Or do I? Um, eighteen. Okay, uh, alabaster is a common rock that you've seen, like common enough. Mm-hmm. You've seen more alabaster than you've seen topaz. So probably less than yeah. topaz. And then finally the ivory. Yep. That is a 12. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to let that one be a wild card for you. Okay. It's like you, you don't have much experience with it. So I would assume Topaz is the most expensive. And then the Alabaster is least expensive. Okay. Do you what want this? Oh, this is just like the gem chart. Do you, or yeah. do you already have an idea? When I made it, I made it off the gem chart. But it'll be fun to know. Whether or not you copied it. Yeah. I really want to do it. Yeah. So. Well, I had a, a 5e horde maker. Oh, uh, from like online or something? Yeah. Okay. And that's how I did it. I just said, oh, that one's the most expensive. Oh, no big deal. Um, so, anyway, you just need to determine which one's the most expensive. So, what's your final answer for the uh, most expensive? Topaz. Okay. You are correct. It is the Topaz, which is valued up to 500 gold. And then the other ones, since there's stone gemstones, they would have been up to 10. Um... And then the uh, alabaster probably found up to fifty. So, the uh, ivory I had down as least as the least expensive. All right, the next three I won't give you the names of, so you'll have to discern that. Okay. We'll see if you can recognize them. Um, so he puts one in front of you. It is obviously a pearl. 
Uh, he puts another one in front of you. It's a red square stone. And he puts another one in front of you, which uh, looks similar to a quartz, which is a very common stone, but it's a pinkish hue. Okay. So. So we'll start with the pearl, I guess. Yep. And that's like a 23. Okay. Um, so this pearl is a standard like saltwater pearl, uh, which puts it in the 100 at the most. Okay. Okay, and the second one? Yep. A 12. Okay, so without, like, over 20, I'm not giving you a price. Um, this is definitely, like, a finer gemstone you can see from the cut and the clearness of it. Okay. You don't know the name of it. Redstone is more expensive than pearl. And then the final quartz? By induction, it's more expensive, but yes. Yes. Okay. And awesome. Seven... Uh, nine. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you've never seen quartz like this before, but you know that quartz isn't very expensive, so it's either a really rare version of quartz and you're about to get screwed, or, you know. Right. Uh, I guess I'll try the middle one is the most expensive. Ah, you don't know the name. Are you sure that's the choice you would like to make? Hey, didn't you say the middle one was the cheapest? No, Pearl was the first one, and the red square stone was the second oh, the red the square one. stone was better than the Pearl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's not, just my, not my best subject, so this will be my guess. Okay. I mean, you're correct. It's a garnet. Cool. And it could be worth up to a thousand. All right. The uh, Pearl I already told you the value of, and a pink uh, quartz is only worth up to a hundred. All right. So more expensive than a traditional quartz that's only up to 50, but still, it's a quartz. <laughs> yeah. So, Alright. Alright, all or nothing. Last one. Yep, the final one. Um, he puts before you roll. Nine. Okay. Uh, green, well-cut stone. Second one, roll. 21. No. Oh, okay. Uh, transparent and fiery orange uh, gemstone. You don't know the name of it, but only because you recognize it's rare. Okay. And third one? Yep. That one. <laughs> it is star-shaped and translucent. Star-shaped and translucent. Yep. Okay. So the fire, I know the fire one's rare. Yeah, you recognize that as at least a high-tiered gemstone. I think they're all high-tiered. Yes. <laughs> uh, I feel like the emerald. This is true. I feel like the reading's like an emerald or something. Yeah. Pretty fancy. Uh, so with, with your wisdom, you're like, ah, oh, that's an emerald, and you remember it's an emerald. And then a star-shaped something. It's, yeah, translucent star-shaped stone, uh, again, well-cut. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got white in the center, and I guess you could see, like, upon a little closer that it's got a reddish hue on the outer edges. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a telepathy with your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I do, technically. <laughs> Um, I encourage you that you break the deal by asking him how's that help. Yeah. And while well, she's in a ring for him, I don't think you can talk to her. We've never done before, at least. So. Would I have any uh, history or religion or arcane of it? We're counting that all kind of towards your roll. Okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you okay. can take your highest roll, pretty much. Yeah. So if one of those would have been higher, then maybe. But you've got to get over. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> but you, roll, you rolled a natural roll one. Yeah. So. <laughs> Emerald or the star thingy. Could you use your inspiration for that. I know, but I'm taping for the dragon. If I don't die, this <laughs> is fire breath. It's not real fire. Oh, we'll be fine. Okay, so the emerald, um, the ruby, and then the transparent fiery orange stone, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to do like a stupid moonstone or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go against my judgment. I'll go with emerald as most expensive. Okay, final answer? Sure. 
right. He says, uh, indeed, you are wrong, my friend. Is it the star thingy? No, it is not. It's really? the Jackison, the transparent fire orange. Both the I... uh, emerald and the star ruby are worth up to 1,000, but the uh, Jackasynth was worth 5,000. Right. How fitting. So you have to pay 500 gold just to show up. No, I got two right. Yeah, he doesn't have to pay 500. So he just offered. Oh, the two was just 500. No, zero or one was 500. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So. He had to get two right to not pay money yeah. to the guy. No, three right. Well, three. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he way. had to get yeah. one right to not pay money is what I meant to say. Okay. No, two right. He does have to get two right to not pay money. Because yeah. if he only got one right, he's Oh, okay, there. I see what yeah. you mean. Thank you. Sorry. <clears throat> to walk away as... Yeah. Yeah. Well. All right. Good show. Yep. I have not the 5,000. I'm sorry. I cannot part. Uh, if you come up with a great challenge to bring back to me, maybe we can um, make this interesting. All right. Okay. <laughs> Identify this creature. <laughs> <laughs> I will present you with a creature. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's magic, so maybe. It's All a right. win-win whether or not he is <laughs> correct or not. Tardis says tough luck, and uh, you guys can move on. Um, that's the end of the episode, though. Thank you for joining us for the Podcast. This was Light Listeners, our fifth edition campaign. Uh, we appreciate all the reviews that we get. We recently got a review, and we want to thank the individual who sent it. Um, it was uh, thought through, and we will take it all into account. So uh, if you guys want to read that review, go to iTunes, click on Reviews, and leave your own review in the meantime. Our website's pathlesspod.com. You can get access to us on at pathlesspod, and all the links are really there. And uh, you always see links in the episode description, so if you've never done that before, click on the episode, and you can see uh, show notes or description. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you again next week.